This is reposted. Every morning, Larry and I dig into a quote or idea that has caught our eye. Our hope is that our chat inspires you to never stop thinking and possibly challenges you in a new way. If you'd like to help support the show, please visit patreon.com slash reposted. Thank you for stopping by. So we've talked about memories before. I feel like a couple of times we've talked about what people remember. But as the world starts to open up again, I thought we could kind of do it in a different way. I read an interesting article in The Atlantic called, you won't, you won't remember the pandemic the way you think you will. Here's a quote. Most of our memories are in the form of generality, says Robin Fivush, a psychology professor at Emory University, because most of us, life is routine and reoccurring. She told me, you remember what life was like. I might tell you about my memories of my childhood. One of the most important things to me was having Shabbat dinner every Friday night with my family. And then you might ask, tell me about one of those family dinners. And I'd say, oh, gosh. I don't think I can. So a lot happens in just a year. This was a pandemic year. It's kind of hard to remember anything past a week for me, especially if you got married and bought a house. So are you even going to remember anything over this last year? Yeah, I mean, I think I will. I want to interject real quick. My favorite memory is Andrew Lloyd Webber. But this quote makes me think of like, it's improv. If she's, if you want to be a more interesting person, let's commit to some details. She says, no, tell me about this dinner. And she says, no. Uh, I, I mean, I could, I could tell you, I have memories of the first house I grew up in. We would sit around our table. And I remember we had this water pitcher that had fish on it and it made it look like they were swimming and we all had our specific seats. And that's more interesting than saying, oh gosh, I can't remember any dinners from home. So this isn't necessarily about memory, but just practice giving details on something. Cause I could tell you, I remember something you, you can ask me about it and I might not get the details correct, but it's going to be more interesting than saying no. Makes for a better quote because they're trying to prove important in an article in the Atlantic. But I think the point holds true is that our brains remember generalities, not specifics in general. Well, yeah. And then also your brain can hold on to a specific marker. Like if you see a car wreck, you're going to probably more vividly remember details of that day than if everything goes to plan. And so that's another way that your memory works is like larger events. And I guess 2020 was a large event, but it was across such a, a long amount of time. There are specific things that I won't remember, but I have the markers of buying a house and renovating it that I can I can remember and use as markers to have more details. But do you think you'll have more details because those big things happen this year or less details of all of them? I don't understand the question. Ask that again. Well, because you've had a lot going on, will because that's a lot of stuff to remember, will you remember less about the pandemic, your wedding, and buying a house versus just one big thing happening in one year? Oh, I see. As opposed to like one thing happened and three years later, one thing happens. Yeah. You have more vivid memories. Yeah. I don't know. I think I'm going to remember most of everything that happens. I'm kind of still in the middle of it. So my I don't know if I'm still in short term memory, but I'll be able to look back and I think I'll be able to get it. And then also there was stretches of 2020 where you can't leave your house. And it's like the one thing you do was such an event that it's more memorable than before when I would do 12 things in a day. I might not remember all of those. I don't know. Do you think, do you remember what happened last June? Uh, probably not last June if someone dogged my memory, but I feel like it'll be, it's an interesting psychological experiment that is the further we get out of this, 
to ask people what they remember. And will the myth grow starting next month? Oh, yeah. I'm just wondering, like, when, how soon will people start losing that idea of what they did over the pandemic year? I think we're already starting to get into because people are starting to have more and more regular lives. I was getting ready this morning and I saw there's a there's a family that lives across the street and their son. I have no gauge of age. He's probably eight, 10. I don't know. But he was like they were going out to get in the car and he just looks so sad that he was probably on his way to school. And it's just like, all right, we're back in the grind of it. And we're going to tell people, especially like people that didn't live through this or don't remember it, like you're your specifics of like how it's going to get worse. We're going to say how terrible it was and it's going to get worse over time. Just like um, memories of 9-11. I have very vivid memories and they've probably gotten exacerbated over the years. You know, one of the brain's most remarkable functions is its ability to forget stuff. Because if you think about all that you take in over the course of a day, your brain is continually letting go of stuff. So are, do, we do, do we just do a bad time of remembering the things that we're supposed to remember in the first place? Um, I, I don't know. I think, yeah, I, if you weren't able to forget stuff, it would be tormenting, I think. Uh, I'm glad I, I forget a lot of stuff. I, I'm glad I forget most of the stuff. You know, the other thing, too, is um, it's always like who writes the narrative. We talked about this before. You know, narratives come in that aren't necessarily from you. My favorite is Ulysses S. Grant former president of the United States was the general who won the civil war. He kind of comes off. If you kind of in the history books as like a drunk guy who didn't know what he was doing, he just kind of thrown in there and got lucky, but that's not the case at all. It was just the South who wrote that narrative of him. So who will write the narrative of your pandemic? Will it be like, I mean, for me, I live with my wife, my kids, will they give me a different idea as what this thing goes on? I wonder like, which which person perspective I'm gonna my brain's gonna take in the most? I think I, I'm just gonna guess your youngest son is probably gonna have the most um, off base interpretation <laughs> of it ten years from now because as a kid you don't have that full like he's the youngest doesn't have the full context of how the world kind of works and the more the older you are you're like okay this is what it is this is how life happens and you can kind of compartmentalize it. This is why it's different. That's got to be a, a kind of a more jarring, the younger you are, I would think. Yeah. He, yeah. He's a perceptive little bugger because he's the third kid and he's always kind of the one watching everything going around. It'll be interesting to see what he remembers and doesn't remember as time goes on. I mean, it could be interesting. I mean, you might be surprised five years from now. You'd be like, hey, what do you remember about the pandemic? And some, I mean, you could take the perspective of we got to spend more time together as a family than we would have otherwise. Yeah. Or, I mean, for me, looking back, the kind of macro is I connected with people more than I, than I did before. I talked to my grandma every week, which I wasn't doing before, yep. and just reached out to people that I hadn't in the past. And I think that's kind of what my memory of it is which isn't specific but that's fine yeah my mom can handle a zoom call that's that's what i'll get out of all this <laughs> yeah and i just think be more specific if you want to be more interesting then gosh i don't think i can when someone tells you to recreate a scene maybe their shabbat dinners just weren't that good well it was a favorite part most important things to her <laughs> in her life was shabbat dinner and uh yeah not an interesting person <laughs> well if you want to have a memorable dinner with larry please reach out oh, please. you can find us at reposted podcast on facebook twitter instagram i'm andrew keller for memory 
Thanks for stopping by.